Welcome to Waterbound. Season uh, two, episode five. Uh, hey, Link, what's going on, man? It's a party. It's a coronavirus. It's a coronavirus party. party. <laughs> how are you? How are you hanging out there, man? Oh, doing pretty good. Uh, woke up in West Virginia about a week and a half ago. So, uh, yeah. Here I am. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, you know, well, yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I guess uh, welcome back to the show, to our few listeners, <laughs> and I hope everybody's doing okay, surviving, and uh, making the best of this uh, quarantine uh, that we're all going through. Um Link, uh, the topic is going to be uh, your recent Grand Canyon trip, so we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, let's talk for a second about you know what's going on here, and you know I guess how folks are kind of coping with it. Oh, we're, oh, we're going to get real. We're just getting right into it, man. We're going to get, get all down. Well, on the one hand, I think people would like to escape the news, and I'd like to not really talk about it. But on the other hand, maybe it'll be a future topic altogether, you know, paddling during during a pandemic. <laughs> oh, paddling, uh, pandemic paddling, huh? Wow. Nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> nice segue. Um, well, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll start, start yeah. it out. Um, you know, I, um, came out of the Grand Canyon out of a, uh, self, self-imposed quarantine for 18 days. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> a good pure, place to be, man. Believe of, me. <laughs> of, of pure bliss, uh, for the most part, uh, except for like kind of shitty weather, uh, every now and then, um, you know, with, with a bunch of friends and, you know, you're going, you know, you're going one direction. Uh, you got all your food, you got nothing to worry about really other than like, do we really want to come out type of thing and then come out into this, uh, and then, and then drive back across country through this. Uh, it was, it was surreal. It was surreal and not, not kind of not knowing where I was going what I was doing, if I had a job when I got back, if my, if my parents were, you know, sick or, you know, if I was going to see my dog again, <laughs> you know, just kind of yeah. like not, not, not doom and gloom, but just, you know, like running, uh, just like a, a real good river guy does just run, running through all the all the different scenarios that could happen in this rapid that was my life driving back from the Grand Canyon and and it was uh it was intense it was pretty intense at times and you know I just had to keep moving on and uh kind of day by day and uh that's the way it's been and you know everything's been day by day and just kind of like okay we're still here still doing doing things I need to do uh to, to you know socially distance which i think is helping 
um, immensely. Um, but also, you know, stay connected. So it's, it's been an interesting ride. But the you, last did, couple of you did make it back. Uh, you came through Hiawassee here. Uh, your parents were okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, basically I came back, uh, I 70, you know, and, and kind of, you know, just stay with friends, but kept my distance, um, you know, with friends that I knew that were doing the same thing, uh, stayed with my sister in St. Louis outside of St. Louis and, um, met my folks in, in Georgia, um, to pick up Rio and see them and, you know, make, making sure they're okay. All, all I wanted was my folks to like get out of Florida, you know, where, where I grew up, where they still live and, and just come to North Georgia to, and just, just hunker down there. Um, but, uh, they, uh, you know, they, they brought Rio, Rio up and, and, um, couple days later uh, I made the move back to West Virginia because um, uh, Rocky Mountain Rafts is still you know we're still trying to operate and they're still trying to keep me employed and you know uh, it's, it's hard to ask you know for much more than that right now yeah absolutely uh, especially because I you know for the most part we can um, um, you know, like our, our GM, she can um, she can operate from her house remotely. She's got kids that works. She can stay over there, and I can you know ba- I basically run the uh, the warehouse. So uh, just me and Rio holding it down. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, man. We just we've just kind of been basically on lockdown here at the house for the most part. Um, you know, my wife's been making a like one grocery store run a week and, um, we've been teaching online and, you know, trying to make that work. Our, our kids have been doing their, you know, their school online and, um, you know, we've kind of gotten into a routine and, it's going okay. You know, I mean, really our, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I've got a job that I can continue to do some version of it online. It's, you know, it's not the same, but it's something and it, and it seems to be yeah, working out well enough. Um, you know, we try to get outside here in the neighborhood, um, you know, as much as we can on the nice days. And, mm-hmm. and then, uh, once a week I have managed to get out with, uh, one of my local buddies and he lives just down the road and he works with me and he pretty much hadn't left the house either, but we've, we've been able to get out once kind of during the middle of the week per week and paddle some very local creeks. And it's been kind of interesting cause we've, we've, uh, I mean, you know, we really haven't wanted to travel more than like, 20 minutes or so. And, uh, yeah. so it's, it's kind of been interesting to, uh, explore these really small creeks, uh, around here. And so of course we've had to, you know, 
get some get some rain uh, in order to do it. But anyway, it's been so we've been kind of doing that. But that's it, man. We've been been uh, holding the fort down like everybody else, I guess, and yeah, trying to stay away from folks. <laughs> Yeah, but still trying to make most of it and, and uh, time you have and, and um, I mean, just uh, keep your life going. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, so on that on that note, we'll move on. But uh, what uh, what kind of beer are you drinking this evening? I'm drinking, uh, you know, uh, so so here here's the deal. I came out of the Grand Canyon with a whole lot of beer. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to say I, I came out with as much beer as I went in with, but way more than I thought I was going to come out with. Um, and, and so I brought a lot of beer home, uh, came out with a lot of, uh, you know, um, spirits, a lot of spirits and, and mixers and all kinds of goodies. Uh, you know, and I, I loaded them all up in the truck. Just, yeah, I didn't know if I would need them on the ride back so you know who knows and some of them came in handy on the ride back um you know to pay for lodging at front with with friends and whatnot but uh but no tonight i'm drinking uh on a little two-hearted bells uh bells two-hearted ale and um you know good old good old staple um american pale ale so how about you uh, nothing fancy tonight, man. Just some, uh, Sierra Nevada, uh, torpedo. Hey, that's, torpedo. that's yeah. The extra that's IPA. That's a pretty big beer for a quarantine there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just, I wanted the regular, I told my wife, I was like, pick me up, just pick me up like a 12 pack of those Sierras or whatever when you get and she, she brought They're this. Green. Yeah, yeah. She brought this version home, which you know. Well, I'm, I'm happy. So the, the Sierra Nevada Pale is mm-hmm. is the kind of like the St. Patty's Green. Yeah. And the Torpedo is kind of a darker green color, so you got you it. Know, easily mistakable. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Well. <laughs> But but the headache in the morning isn't. <laughs> that, you know, uh, you're right about that. It's yeah. A little little tough on me next day. <laughs> a little bigger. I tell you, one, one thing we've been doing um, on the weekends, especially uh, for just about every Friday night, we've had some decent weather, so we've had a little fire uh, outside here uh, at home, and just to you know, we'd cook out and have a fire and it's just a, some way to get away from the news, get away from screens and, uh, and kind of something that, that I guess makes it feel like a weekend. So that's our, our routine to go to. But anyway, the other day I had several of these and, uh, it was, yeah, the next day didn't feel so great. Yeah. They're, they're, they're good. Don't get me wrong, but, they're they're definitely a lot different than drinking uh, a Sierra Nevada Pale. Yeah. Um, All right, man. Well, so I guess I'll I'll give a a trip report here, and then uh, then we'll we'll dive into the uh, the full on uh, 
which is really a, a, a going to be a a long trip report, basically, <laughs> with the canyon. But uh, yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we kind of you know went into it before. Uh, uh, yeah, before I went in, but yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, yeah, so some of these local creeks that we've been able to jump on have been, you know, it's been fun and it's been cool. We're kind of, I guess, becoming really uh, sort of just super familiar with our with what's right here in our backyard. It's kind of nice, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's not big, rowdy stuff, but it's, you know, it's beautiful places to go and places that people don't often, you know, I'm sure people paddle. Uh, uh, several of these but you know not not like the usual suspects around here so so it's been yeah. kind of nice to get familiar with some of those things and um but anyway i'll just i'll just go into uh something we did today actually we had some rain had that terrible weather uh with easter here um and uh but that brought some rain so everything you know got jacked up and uh everything was too high on monday so tuesday uh we decided you know we try to get out and hit fires creek um we talked about that numerous times but anyway we we got out there and it was a it was a decent level we we probably could have you know would like to have had a little bit more water but uh you know we're just happy to be out to be honest with you and that's what what was our well, the level, you know, the online gauge, which as we've talked about, is really just a reference and it's not there somewhere else. But it, it, yeah. was, it was reading like just under 700 CFS, cool. which in reality is probably more like 400, you know, if I had to guess yeah. a little creek. But um, anyway, it, it's I, uh, you know, we were just we were glad to be out there. There, there was really nobody there. Uh, to speak of, we usually see some fishermen, um, and we were glad nobody was there. And that's that's you know that's 15 minute drive from my house, so you know we're trying to stay local, or we are staying local. And uh, and then you know when we run our shuttles, and I know this is a hot topic online, and there's a lot of sort of outdoor shaming and all these sorts of things going on, but we've, we've kept it real low key and, you know, we're not posting any photos. I, I almost hate to talk about it on here, but, um, but, you know, I think we're, we're following protocol and being compliant and, you know, it's just two of us. And when we run our shuttles, we've either been in the back of a truck or we've, we've even ridden our bikes a couple of times. And today we just both wore masks and you know uh so had a good trip um yeah i i do want to mention that right before everything went haywire here at the beginning of march i bought a uh sold and bought sold a boat bought a boat um but bought a uh black fly uh octane 91 yeah i caught and, i caught that yeah on the last episode with Joe. Yeah. yeah. So I got, I got it. I've, you know, I've made these little small Creek, uh, slow moving water trips in it. Um, and have, you know, had to have messed with the outfitting more than I needed to, uh, since I've been trapped at home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got a, got a pump from uh, Ridge spirit 
outfitting in Chattanooga. They're awesome. Um, he sent me the, the parts, uh, put that in. Electric pump? Little electric pump. And I had, oh, I had a, yeah, hot money. Oh yeah. I had a, had a problem with it on one trip and got in there this week and worked on it. And I think I did a pretty sweet install of my little switch. I had it over on the side and anyway, to, uh, this week I got in there and moved it around, rewired it and installed it like in the front of my foam. So I cut a little notch there, popped it in there and it's super sweet. It's like a dashboard <laughs> switch or something. Nice. But nice. Uh, anyway, I could, I can't say like, like enough good things about this boat, man. I, and I honestly, I've never, uh, I really, I'd say, the only other boat I feel that way about is probably the, uh, um, the fat cat. You know what I mean? Like it's from day one, I've loved the fat cat Same, you know, my other canoes, my other kayak or whatever, you know, they're, they're all, they've all been fine. But, uh, this, this canoe is, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just what I was looking for, you know? And, uh, again, I, I kind of was looking for something that, that I've got this little blue, who drops on and, and I do fine in it, but it's a, uh, it's much tippier uh, than this canoe. So I love it. I love it. I can't wait to get it out on some big water uh, this summer nice. or get released again. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, man, that's it. We, we're just been, you know, like I said, hitting these little tiny slow moving things yeah. for the most part and just being grateful that we can be outside locally and, and have some streams to get on. So yeah, yeah. That's kind of where we're at, but, uh, but yeah, man. So our, our topic is really, you know, sort of a, a recap of your, uh, Canyon trip. So I'm just going to turn it over to you, man. Get us going on it. So just got back from an 18 day, um, Grand Canyon trip, uh, with, uh, several friends, um, this was kind of like a um, memorial trip for our buddy George Hedrick, um, who passed away on my last uh, on my last trip, uh, which was October, you know, year year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, a mutual friend, uh, Amanda, uh, you know, pulled the permit um and invited a bunch of people invited george's uh daughter ashley uh ashley invited me um you know and i was you know really really uh just so, so happy to be on the trip uh especially with her you know i, I mentioned to her uh after we came out of that last trip. I was like, if, you know, when, whenever you go back in, you know, when, whenever you go back to the Canyon, cause she hadn't been with her dad, she hadn't been in the Canyon. It was with her dad. I think, I think it was like, maybe it, it wasn't quite 10 years ago, but it was a while back. And I uh, said, you know, whenever you go back in, I would, I would really like to go with you. Um, so it was a big deal to uh, go back in there. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we left so much 
in there, uh, yeah. you know, themselves and, and that whole situation, uh, George passing on us. Um, and, um, you know, and, and then to be in there with her, it was, it was a, a really awesome experience. And, um, so yeah, we, you know, we launched at Lee's Ferry, um, on March 10th and, you know, it was like, it, spring can be so iffy as far as weather goes. Yeah. Water also can be kind of like, you know, it's, it's usually not, not real high water. Um, they, they don't usually start ramping it up until, you know, until spring thaws and, um, you know, late, later in the, uh, late spring, early summer, mid summer and all that. But, um, uh, man, my fifth trip, my fifth trip in the Grand Canyon, and uh, you know, it's it's just like every single time, it's there's something different. You find something new you didn't see before. You get to experience some something new, or you get to you get to stay at a new campsite, one you haven't stayed at before. You know, you have you have ones that you want to hit. But sometimes it doesn't work out because of um, other trips or, you know, logistics and, you know, the, the weather or whatever. Um, you know, you, you didn't push enough miles for the day or, you know, you just ran into really bad weather. And we just, uh, you know, we really had a great time. And it was a uh, it was an awesome group of people. Um you know, a majority of us were friends of George's or, you know, friends of friends and river people. So, um, but yeah. Um, is it, is it crowded or, I mean, is it that time of year? I mean, you have, were, were there well, lots of folks? So there, there's, there are a few commercial trips here and there uh, on occasion, but a majority the majority of the traffic, I would, I, I think, I'm not positive on this, are is private traffic, uh, like us. Yeah. And uh, during this time of year, they they launch like two privates a day, two private trips a day. The day we launched, we launched with uh, another private trip. Um, bunch of nice people who actually, you know, were really cool. Worked with us on campsites and you know we just try to coordinate as we go down river run into them like, hey where are you guys going you know what, what, what are y'all looking where are y'all looking to camp you know what are y'all looking to do the next couple days um so and we we had a lot of cooperation with people and that was great because our, our last trip we we started out same day as, as a group that wasn't really um you know wasn't really friendly or i mean they were they were sort of friendly, but they weren't very like forthcoming about where they wanted to camp or where, where they're, what they're trying to make. And, and they really just like, we're like, well, this is where we're camping, you know, not, not leaving it as, well, if you guys want to camp there, yeah, we can go somewhere <laughs> else. You know, we can go to another camp. But they were just like, yeah, this is where we're going. And it was kind of like that. So the whole way, um, uh, but we also launched with a uh, uh, 
commercial training trip, which was really cool because they had they had all their gear boats and everything, but they also had a bunch of dories, which are the little, you know, the um, um, you know, the wooden rowing kind of wooden wooden you know uh, wooden boats, similar to a drift boat, but a drift boat's a, a whole lot different because it doesn't have hatches it doesn't have sealed hatches so you know dories are really sweet because they have these hatches so which makes them kind of you know sort of watertight um but you can also roll them Hmm. over you can't roll them like sitting in the dory but you can roll them from the water if you you ever back over and that kind of thing and they had two really cool um uh dory yaks and they're like <laughs> a nine and a half foot dory you know like yeah. the same was smaller than my thundercloud <laughs> yeah small, almost as small as the cloud nine uh and i was like holy cow you know like how do you guys how do you guys you know keep these things upright and they're so fast and nimble and and uh, we really didn't ever get to see them run rapids because they were they were gone by the time by the time they caught us they passed us and they were they were in yeah we were in the dust but um, but they were really cool we saw them for about ten days on and off they worked with us as well they're like listen you know we you know we we know there's trips ahead of us but we we know where they are. And, like these camps are open, we're not going there, but you guys should camp there. So you know, I mean, it, yeah. I, I love the cooperation, the communication of the Grand Canyon because you know, I mean, like the commercial outfits, they just man, yeah, you know, most of those guys they want to be on the private trip with their with their friends and all that, and uh, so they they kind of help you out. You know, people bitch about the motors. I've been out there on. I've been out there during like two times during a during motorized trip season. And uh but even then, you know, like the motorized trips are like, hey, you know, you guys need any ice, you need anything? And we got you guys want some beers? And like, yeah, you know. <laughs> um, so there there's this whole there's this whole like um canyon telegraph kind of like jimmy buffett always talked about the coconut telegraph where you know and and it's amazing how people communicate in there and how that that news travels up and down the canyon depending on where you're at it travels a long ways in there between trips and whatnot and you know everybody trying to coordinate with one another and that's that's really cool I love I love that about the canyon and it's it's you know even though you're out there with just your group and that's most of the time what you're going to see. There is this like social aspect of it that's really neat, also. Cool. Well, hey, you mentioned those little uh, little dories. What did you? I thought I saw a picture of the thundercloud packed up out there, or sitting on a, one of the big rafts. Did you? Did you have one of those out there? Yeah, I took I took uh, two of my boats out there. I took my uh, patty cat, my um, you know, my Ross uh, fat cat yeah. and I took, uh, the thundercloud and we had, man, we, we really didn't break them out very much. Cause the weather, uh, the weather, we had such bad weather and 
it it sucks to uh, paddle a little tiny light paddle raft with severe headwinds. Yeah. You know, um, and a majority majority of the Grand Canyon is flat water. A majority of it is, I would say. You know, people have said different things to me every time, but I, I would say probably 15% is rapids, hmm. you know, 15 to 20% is rapids and the rest of it's mostly flat, you know, flat water pools, um, you know, you and you, uh, if you're out too late in the day, you know, you're going to hit headwinds in certain parts of the canyon and you're not going to go anywhere. Uh, and then you're also not going to get your camp that you're shooting for. You're not going to get as good a selection of camps. Um, so, but yeah, we took, um, you know, we took, uh, let's see, I took the two rafts and that's, that's really all we have for playboats. I took a couple of, uh, of our RMR tubes, but we never broke them out. We, uh, <clears throat> we had rainy, windy weather a majority of the days out there. So, you know, it was, it was, it was a chore just to get to camp and get set up and, and get camp weatherized and all that. Um, yeah, pretty much worn out every day, but, um, but we got, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a grand Canyon. It's an amazing place. And even when you're having a shitty time, you're having the best time of, uh, of your life. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, there, and there were times where it was just like, man, you're, you're, uh, you come around a corner and you start pushing in a 20 mile an hour headwind, you know, and, and like, you just gotta, you just gotta pull, turn the boat around, start pulling against it. And it's, it's all you can do to make, you know, a mile an hour where, you know, where you go from making like four miles an hour to making barely a mile an hour, you know, it's just yeah. like, but, um, yeah, the food, food's awesome. We had tons of great meals and, you know, everybody's sharing the load. Uh, it's a working vacation. So, uh, as George always used to like, used to like to say, uh, you know, it's a, it's a it's a working vacation, you know. Uh, you know, you're not out here on a on a free ride down the Grand Canyon. You putting in your your uh, you know putting in your time. So you know everybody kind of spreads the duties, and we rotate the duties and spread the load. And and, um, and I had I had just the greatest couple of boatmates I could have couple of ladies ride with me george's daughter ashley and and my friend robert harrison's uh wife lois they rode with me the entire time and we just shot the shit and laughed and talked and you know cried and shared stuff with one another it was it was awesome and um and robert he took a fat cat with uh an oar frame and a couple of retrofitted platforms the front platform in front of this frame was actually like a small camp table <laughs> yeah that he mounted stuff on dry bags and dry boxes and all that and then his back the back uh i think it was yeah the the front was the table and the back was lois's uh his wife's zero gravity chair 
<laughs> that, that he tied on and i was like man uh i was like i don't know about you know some of the small d-rings he got this attached to how they'll do but man he he styled it out he um he was our only oh he wasn't the only swimmer but he um he did he did swim a couple rapids but he never he never let go of the boat so in his mind he did not swim um <laughs> because he he never left contact with the boat yeah, yeah. but uh <laughs> That was that was pretty awesome. And, yeah, was he uh, paddling that the whole way or just part? He rode it the whole way, man. So yeah, yeah, or frame. Um, and I've got pictures of it. Uh, I've I've shared you know some some pictures of the trip, uh, kind of like by the days that I took them on, uh, yeah. or you know portions of the trip uh, instead of doing one big dump, just kind of do them, you know, like. 10 12 photos at a time but i've got several pictures of his rig and um yeah he styled it out man and that that fat cat just did amazing i was i and i was like man i don't know if you really want to do that you know yeah. and he's like well you know i figure i could you know it's just me i'm like okay <laughs> and when 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 I saw what he's putting on it, uh, on it, I was like, "Oh my god!" And the boat sat; the compartment just did hit the water, which wow. I was very surprised about because he had a ton of gear on there. It was a lot of gear, yeah. And the compartment, you know, the, the the floor just did hit the water, and that's uh, that's more than you can say for a whole lot of other paddle cats out there. Yeah. Um, with the amount of gear he had on it, he, he did really well. Um, wow. But he's also like an old school open boater, really, really solid paddler. I mean, yeah, he's he's seen so much stuff. He he was paddling Chattooga and yeah, OC one, and you know, blue holes and aluminum, you know, fifteen foot aluminum canoes <laughs> and shit like that back in the seventies. You know, like like it was you know, nothing to it. So awesome. But um So how many how many folks were with your group? Would you say eighteen or we had sixteen people. It was a okay. it was a full it was a large trip. It was a full trip. Large what they call a full large trip. Uh sixteen people and we did eighteen days from Lee's Ferry to Pierce Ferry. And most people usually take out at diamond creek but we went the extra um what is it 60 miles or 54 miles we went the extra 54 miles um 60 miles 64 miles i forget what it is exactly um and and the last day you 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 pass diamond creek where everybody normally takes out and you go down to a point downstream either at separation canyon which is where the last guys left um john wesley powell's first expedition or you go a little bit further past there to another side canyon called spencer canyon and then you tie the boats up you raft them up uh side to side but run them 
in a in a line side to side, all tied together with an with an you know an oarsman at the end and an oarsman at the at the you know at the bow and the stern, and you basically run a like what what they call sweet boat um, you know, on other rivers like the Snake and whatnot, and you run like a sweep rig um, and float overnight to the to the takeout at Pierce Ferry, which is right above what over time has become an, uh, uh, an unrunnable rapid uh, called Pierce Ferry Rapid. And it's like no more than a half a mile downstream from that takeout. Um, and uh, yeah, you don't want to overshoot the takeout. So you, you don't want to hit the uh, takeout too early in the morning and miss it miss that takeout because there's no stopping you from that point down to that last uh unrunnable rapid unrunnable over the last uh well since i i guess it's probably about 10 15 years now it's been sort of unrunnable so why is that uh i mean what, what makes it unrunnable is it the lake the lake when uh back in the 80s when the lake got so high um it it rose way way up up into the the lower part of the canyon uh and when it did that the canyon was still pushing out an immense amount of waters like the last time the canyon ever got up near 100,000 cfs and it moved the sediment down but then it settled the sediment right at the head of the lake and so it created these what eventually became as a lake receded eventually became these sand bluffs but also created this uh uh this like sort of like sediment dam at pierce ferry rapid which was a runnable rapid but when the sediment built up the river tried to carve its way back through it and created a really nasty rapid Hmm. and and over time it's since it got so bad it's actually started getting more you know it started to erode down even more so it's it's almost you know the channel is trying to recut itself but it's it's not allowed to like it should in the spring and the early summer it you know the river's not allowed to get that high because of the Glen canyon dam okay so it's it's a you know it's a whole like crazy mess um but um you know so we we went the whole the whole way um this was my third overnight float and and, um yeah it was it was one of the worst it was the worst one uh just well let me ask you this i know we talked briefly about this when you first got off but um so you're y'all are out there of course um, you don't have cell phone reception and all that. And and you knew that the coronavirus thing was sort of coming, but nobody really knew what it was going to do at that point because that was, what, beginning of yeah. March. Yeah. But yeah. y'all had some information while you were out there? And they did shut yeah, the so canyon down too, let didn't me they? Just say, let me just say, um, when we went in – I. I knew I knew we weren't going to come back out to the like the same world, you know, 
just because of the way everything had been transpiring at uh, up to that point. I mean, I was really surprised that the canyon was still open and that so much was still open at that point when we went in. And when we went in on March 10th, I think everything hit the fan about March 15th or mm-hmm. right about St. Patrick's Day. Yep. And at day seven, now we, we had in-reach, um, in-reach GPS devices so you can actually text from the inreach device you can get uh, via satellite and you know it's not real fast but i i liken it to basically trying to communicate or text from the moon you know like you'd send a text and there are times where it went right through but you wouldn't hear anything for a couple days or vice versa um so, you know, we had the we had the inreach devices, and we kind of heard some things. But when we got to Phantom Can or Phantom Ranch, uh, which is at usually around day seven, it was day seven for us. Um, there's a phone there. That's the only facilities in the canyon, really. Um, and we pulled over to, you know, fill our water jugs up and go up to the canteen at Phantom Ranch and send postcards out because they go out by a mule pack mule and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, a couple of people made calls and, you know, when we called out, it was like, wow, this is, this is, this is crazy what's going on. And that put a lot of us on like alert, you know, and then we started using the text devices more, um, and it was really like, what, what, what story are we getting right now? You know what, you know, there, and it ran everything from, um, you're, you're not going to know this world. Yeah. You know, the world you left to go in there. It's, it's not, it's not here anymore. <laughs> everything from that to it's a freaking cold, you know? This is uh, people are going nuts over a freaking cold, and and that you know I'll, I'll those are those are quotes those yeah. are quotes from from different people. Um, you know, I texted my my parents and my sister and a coworker, and it was yeah, and it ran every every which way. You, you know, we're we're hunkered down, we're uh, we're riding this out um, to. A buddy of mine saying, oh, this is no more than like people are going nuts over a cold, but it's like it's it's like there's a hurricane coming, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can definitely tell there's a hurricane coming, um, you know, to, you know, oh, we're, we're all good. And these were coming from all different parts of the country. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and trying to, to disseminate that. And knowing we had only so long till we came out, um, that was that was a little strange. But you know, we just handled it in stride. And you know, at, at one point, I thought I might, I might have to come out early. Uh, you know, and I, I let a few people know that. And there's some people that don't know that that were on the trip. And but that was something that, you know, I. I wasn't going to 
I wasn't going to tell everybody, you know, right away, but yeah, I mean, like if I wasn't feeling good about, uh, especially my family and my parents, you know, um, uh, I was, I was ready to come out at, at Diamond Creek, which was, yeah. you know, the earliest yeah. possible take out. Um, it was, it's surreal, man. And then coming out to it, it was, yeah, it was even more surreal. But uh, well, but, and yeah, uh, yeah. it was funny because I, I joke, I joke. Sorry to cut you off. No, um, no. I joke to you know people still joke to people. I'm like, you know, we were some of the last people to have fun in the United States. <laughs> you know, and it was so. It, I I don't know. It just kind of felt weird, also being in there and just having this bliss all around you even though the weather is kind of crappy for even at the end uh still it was like you know what i gotta worry about right now i gotta worry about some rain and uh getting this boat downstream which i know i can do and um having a good time we're gonna go down to you know we're gonna run lava falls and we're gonna pull over at tequila beach drink some tequila and you know um but also we're gonna have you know a little share share memories of our buddy george and you know have a good time with one another and 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 uh you know just try to make the most of it yeah man absolutely and and i mean there's not like you could do anything about it you know and that's uh, yeah not really <laughs> there, there were two things that, that 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 made me think of one is you were talking about getting different like reports but the truth is you can watch depending on what news station you choose you can get different reports on the news on the mainstream yeah. news um, yeah it was just like that you know yeah, it was just... it's crazy um and then the other thing is you know I, on these little even just if i'm at home on a nice day now like i've been trying i've been working on some stuff outside and you know you kind of go out and it's a beautiful weather and beautiful sunny day and you know and you're 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 doing whatever having some fun and you know and then then you think you sort of there's this weird like guilt about like it's not like you're doing anything wrong you know it's like we need to enjoy for our mental health the time that you know that when things are, are nice in our spaces that we're in and i know that there's terrible things happening to many people in different places. But, uh, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you do. I mean, you know, yeah, it was, um, it, it was very strange. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't describe it. It's hard. It's, it's hard to describe, um, you know, because, of I, I don't know. Um, you know, there, there are a ton of people out there with, with way more that have way more to worry about than I do. Um, uh, you know, with, with, you know, wives and kids or husbands and, and, you know, bigger families, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely worried about mine. Um, and I, I just tried to keep telling myself, um, Hey, let's just, let's just, um, 
let's just keep going. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, the, the, the thing was, though, <laughs> um, the other trips we were in there with, you know, it, it, we, we, we came across so many, especially at, at and around Lava Falls, man. And it was just, so George always had a saying, um, his, his, it was his saying, um, as far as I know, nobody else, you know, ever really coined this, this phrase, but, you know, um, we're always above lava. And when you're in the Grand Canyon, no matter where you're at in the Grand Canyon, you're always thinking about lava falls because it's 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 one of the biggest, the most, you know, the most notable. Um, it's the last really big one. And, you know, it's, it's basically three quarters of the way through the trip. Um or, or, or over three quarters of the way through the trip, but um, you know it's it's at the it's at the end, and um, but we're you know we're always above lava because it's always it's always in your head, mm-hmm. and it, it's just a you may never ever run this rapid, but you'll 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 see this rapid in your head because you see so many images of it and video and all that. And, and it's such an amazing piece of white water. It's like, I mean, com- comparatively speaking, it's, it's like pillow rock on the golly, even though pillow rocks, you know, towards the beginning of the trip, pillow rock on the upper golly. Um, you know, it's, it's like, the five falls of the Chattooga or, or, you know, when you, when you get down to sock them dog and it's, it's like the finale and you're just like, man, this is a, you know, this is in, you know, pretty intense. And, you know, other rivers, they, everybody, every river has its lava falls, you know? Yeah. But when, when you're in there and you're like, we're, we're so far from right now and like there's so much that could go wrong you know but there's so much that that is probably gonna go right but it's just, it's just a it's just a trip it's just it just psychs you out and you just sit there and look at this thing and you're like it doesn't look that bad from here but when you're when you're scouting it you're like you're like probably at least a hundred vertical feet above it if not more and you're like an eighth of a mile away from the actual <laughs> meat of the rapid you know and you're yeah. just like looking at it like oh that's not a big a deal and then you see an 18 foot gear boat 20 foot gear boat drop into it you're like holy cow <laughs> you know that, that a boat that weighs you know close to a ton metric ton and just get tossed around like a rag doll wow. it's it's powerful it's powerful and you know george george never got to make it to his last lava run 
Yeah, he made his last camp at Deer Creek Falls, which was a hell of a lot more beautiful and more peaceful place to go out than Lava Falls. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, he's always, he's always and forever above lava in my mind, in everybody's mind, in all of our minds. And, you know, that, that last trip when he passed away, he had his slice, his Rasta slice. <laughs> which was the original Rasta colored paddle cat. He yeah. had it made, he had it, you know, made custom star made it custom for him. And when he passed away, you know, I just, I just said that boat does not get deflated. It gets paddled every single day from here on out. We still had a week to go from deer Creek. All the way, all the way down through a bunch, you know, bunch of stuff, big rapids and lava, and and uh, that trip when we got there, I left, I left my paddle cat, my my fat cat. Uh, we left George's slice, and then my friend Missy let us let a couple other guys on on our trip use her shredder, and we did a Blue Angels like tribute three paddle cats running lava you know as close as you could possibly get without screwing each other up and it was beautiful man <laughs> and, and that was one of the coolest moments in my life uh doing that for him because he 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 he'd been through there twice in a slice and they were both interesting runs. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so when we got there, I, I made sure the paddle cat, my fat cat this time, my fat cat and the thundercloud were blown up. And uh, our buddy Jared, um, Jared Jones, took my fat cat with a uh, first-timer <laughs> through lava in, in the fat cat. And I I drove the thundercloud with George and my buddy uh, Robert. It was rowing his fat cat. I took him in the thundercloud through lava, and uh, blew his mind, man. It blew his <laughs> I mind. I bet. Yeah, I was I was tripped out. Something that, oh man, you know you're like. <laughs> sitting there scouting he's like so what are we gonna do i'm like all right so this is what we're gonna try to do <laughs> and i was like you see the bubble line and the bubble lines this this big this this bubbling eddy wall that actually comes off an eddy on the right off of this big rock on the river right right below the scouting rock and it and it travels kind of out to the middle of the river towards the ledge hole, which is is what guards the top of the lava. And but it's actually pointing you right where you want to go. It's pointing you just just to the right of the ledge hole, but to the left of this big nasty V wave just halfway down the rapid on the right. And I'm like, we're gonna ride that bubble line. And we're going to, there's, I was like, you see that, that beautiful green seam 
between the ledge hole and the b-way he's like yeah yeah i see it i'm like that's what we're going for and i'm like if we can get in that seam if in that green tongue or in that green trough is what it is stay away from the v-wave we're going to go around the v-wave and then turn back into a lot of people call it big kahuna and there's this big rock at the bottom of the rapid on river right it's called the cheese grater and the and the big waves coming off of it are called kahuna and uh i just always call them the mountain waves and i was like then as long as we can get left of the v-wave we're gonna drive straight into the mountain waves down there He's like, okay, you're you're driving. Just tell me what to do. And, you know, I'm telling a, you know, I'm telling a, basically a 50 year paddler, yeah, badass paddler, you know what to do and and when when to paddle. And man, we hardly got a drop of water on us, and we had a huge ride. It was so awesome. That's awesome. And Jared. And uh, Chase, who was riding with him, came right in behind us. And same thing. I mean, it was just just amazing ride. <laughs> so, so what we did was we left those boats above lava at Scouting Beach. We ran our gear boats through all the way to Tequila Beach. <laughs> Ended up having some tequila beforehand celebrating, you know. And then we hiked back up in pouring rain. Um, hiked back up and ran our ran our rafts through again and uh yeah it was pretty it was, it was pretty sweet wow how long a hike was that oh it's a, <laughs> it's a while it takes a while it's it's at least 30 minutes 45 minutes yeah an hour with scouting and you know yeah 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 watching a trip come down behind us the trip actually the trip that launched uh they launched a day after us or no, no, no. They had been out before us and they actually gave us a little bit of a hard time at a couple spots. And we got to watch one of their boats flip and another one nearly flip. You know, we were like, well, karma's a bitch. <laughs> you know? and, and they, they were in the wrong when they kind of, they tried to pull in front of me out of an eddy. And I was like, dude, you know, we we're trying to catch the uh, the Eddie at Havasu Creek, which is like a hot spot. You know, like hey, you know, you you gotta make look out for other traffic coming in and help Rask get in there. And these guys, as I, I was the first boat coming into the Eddie, there, this guy was holding his boat. I watched him holding his cataract in the Eddie, and he saw me when he realized I was coming. He jumped in his cataract and started to try to pull out in front of me. And I was in the current. He's coming out of an eddy. And I was like, sucks for you, buddy. And I just pulled straight into him. <laughs> and, you know, wasn't going to flip him. But uh, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then as our four other boats, or actually five other boats with Robert, started to pull in, um, Two of them had a hard time. They tried to throw them. They tried to throw this group their bow lines, their you know their their bow lines to help help grab them and pull them into the eddy. And these two guys just sat there and watched the ro- ropes drop on this rock in front of them. It didn't even try to help. 
And that's a big no no. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you always try to help people out, man. And uh, yeah, they, they, we had two boats throw them bow lines and they just stood there and looked at them like, what are you doing? Wow. And uh, yeah. So we watched two of their boats or one of their boats flip in lava. And it was just, it was, it was, you know, it was one of the things where it was like, yeah, you know, that's karma. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't want to celebrate too much till you got your your small boats through though. <laughs> then you can talk. <laughs> I was like, do y'all believe that? You know, we we watched it. We were the only ones that could actually see it. Yeah. Right? It was in front of us. And Jared was like, Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, we were all just sitting there watching these guys. Like, and they were just like, Man, I don't know if it was their first trip or what, but like we were just thinking, like, why? Why did you do that? You know, why'd you, why'd you run this like that? Yeah, the guy hit the V-way sideways, and it was like, oh yeah, here comes a flip. And like, whoo! <laughs> and there, he just flipped right upside down. But um, you know, teach your own. Awesome. Well, I mean, I, you know, I know you said the weather wasn't great, but you know, that sounds like an awesome awesome trip and I can't think of a better place to have been than out somewhere where you didn't really know what was going on. I'd still like to be out there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, yeah, coming out was just wild, you know, it was wild and it, and it hasn't, hasn't gotten any, you know, um, I mean, you guys, you guys, everybody out here has has pretty much come out, has pretty much gone through this thing. You saw it coming. We eased eased into it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we came out. You you already go through culture shock coming out of the Grand Canyon where you're with this group of people for this amount of time. And you depend on one another and everybody puts in their part. And then you come out to... Uh, in and out burger, burgers and milkshakes and, and, you know, bars and restaurants and tourists, you know, taking photos and, and Flagstaff and you're like, Oh, you know, and then, yeah, you're like, Whoa, and then either you get on a plane or you get in your car and go home. And, you know, it's just like, Whoa, what, what is going on right now? So imagine coming out to this out of that into this i mean it's just like whoa (laughs) this is so heavy man you know i mean i drove back through moab stayed with friends there and this time of year moab should be slap full of tourists there's nobody it was it was a ghost town um all the way across 70 i mean whenever i went by vale vale mountain was a ghost town and this th- those should have been the last couple of weeks of the uh, spring season at Vail. Yeah. There, yeah. there was a ton of snow you're like look at all the snow and you could see tracks you know tracks here tracks there but you know i was just like whoa this is this is nuts man <laughs> oh man you know and then going in like just like Everything I touched, hand sanitizer. <laughs> yes. Oh man, 
Yeah. Well, you know, you you were talking about sort of your drive. Non-stop for 18 days. I bet. Washing my hands, sanitizing them for 18 days because we're already worried about viruses we could get, we could pass along to one another down in there. So. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about drive, you had a long drive back. And of course, anytime I'm driving some long distance, you know, you, you, you kind of, you just have a lot of time to think about things. Um, and of course you were talking about your, like all these worst case scenarios going through your head. And I did read an article, uh, it's been a few weeks back about sort of coping with this whole thing. And, and, and it sort of was describing that, you know, that, that, you know, many of us are, are thinking of all the worst case scenarios, um, you know, friends, family, everything. Um, and it was, it was like, you know, if you're, if you are like, okay, and your family and everybody's okay, then, you know, and I know everybody's not in that situation, you know, and, and, and even jobs or, or the more common issue that people are dealing with, um, yeah. but, you know, just that, you know, all you can do really is look around at the current situation and say, okay, like I'm okay right now. You know, everybody, like my family's fine. We're here. We have food, you know, we're good. You know, we just, yeah. have, you know, of course we're sick of being in our house, but you know, we're, we're okay. And yeah, you can, you, that's about all you can do. You know, you, if you, if you keep thinking about every, every possibility, um, you know, it, it, it make you go crazy. So I, you know, uh, not that, not that I'm no, able to not think about those things, but just, you know, it's, 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 it was a good, good way of looking at it, you know? Yeah. But there's, there's things you can do, man. Um, you know, like, like I did this past weekend, uh, Rio and I Sunday, um, you know, we went out for a ride in my truck. You know, filled up the gas. Uh, you know, the gas was full on Saturday, and I was like, "Hey, we're gonna go out creek seeking." And we went up into the Cranberry Glades or the uh, uh, Cranberry Wilderness of the Monongahela National Forest, uh, the headwaters of the Gully River, um, and elsewhere. But we drove. And just kind of drove through, didn't really, you know, we got out and played, jumped in the Cranberry River, um, you know, played a little bit, but we didn't, you know, we, we definitely weren't hanging out where other people were hanging out, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like that, that's the dumbest thing, you know, like why, what, you know, what, what makes you want to go out during this thing and go to where you see 20 other cars. You see cars that are yeah. parked on a road I'm where they should I'm driving, baby. Yeah. <laughs> because, because the uh, trailhead is full. Yeah. Find another trailhead. Figure it out. Or just go home. Like, don't don't try to find somewhere else. But, I mean, when we got out there, we saw all day on, on these forest service roads and whatnot, we saw like eight or eight, or eight to ten cars. You know, um, and one of the main main areas, this uh, campground, this this, you know, cordoned off and all that. Uh, there was probably six cars there. I'm like, nope, 
we're not stopping there. We're turning right around, you know. Um, but even then, I mean, granted, those people aren't bringing that many. There's not that many people coming in to an area like that. Um, go go for a ride. There's there's tons of road, and, and even if it's just a highway or just, you know. Go go drive a uh, you know country road, um, man. Yeah, I love doing that. That's that's yeah. something I've always been doing. And Rio was hating it because of how far we drove. We ended up driving 150 miles, eight eight river creek drainages, um, and saw you know like I said on the Forest Service roads, uh, eight to ten vehicles with. You know, probably no more than two or three people per car, if that. Um, and it was great. It was great. And it's just, it helps me recharge. And also, you know, I'm looking at creeks I, I have run or haven't run. And, you know, I've been, had my eye on these, these creeks for a long time. Uh, just haven't been here when they're running. Uh, you usually don't run during gunless season. The Williams Fork. The uh, cranberry, the cherry, uh, or the North Fork of the Cherry, the South Fork of the Cherry, uh, one of the 50 Laurel Creeks in the area. Every county in West Virginia has like three to five Laurel Creeks, uh, it seems. Um, what else did we do? Oh, no, we, were, we actually went up a Laurel Creek. We went down a Laurel Creek. Uh, into the new river and then up Piney Creek. So we, yeah, we, we ended up seeing like eight drainages and, uh, there, you know, there were times where, uh, it was just he and I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, there, there's places like that out there. I mean, I know the park, I know, uh, yeah, it's a lot more concentrated the populations down there, but there's places you can ride. Um, you know, get out your gazetteer, your Delorme uh, gazetteer, um, you know, handheld state atlas, man. And there's there's tons of roads out there. Absolutely. Well, we're uh, we're getting to the end here, so we'll uh, we'll just sort of wrap it up. Our we usually go through upcoming events, and but to be honest <laughs> with you, <laughs> we don't know. Everything's pretty much canceled uh until further notice so no, no river festivals ever again y'all sorry <laughs> hopefully sorry. Ho- hopefully we'll sorry. get past this thing sorry folks parks closed <laughs> parks closed <laughs> um well yeah man so you know hope everybody's hanging in there um you know i don't know i don't know what to what to say other than it it's you know, if you got something kind of in your backyard, you can probably hop out there on it. If you can't, you know, do some, do some boat maintenance, do some, get out and do some exercise, whatever, whatever you come up with. Walk around your neighborhood, walk your dog around your neighborhood. You know, don't, don't just watch Netflix. The freaking Tiger King, you bunch of mouth breathing (laughs) slack. I'm so sick. Of hearing about the freaking Tiger King, I'll tell you that. You love the Tiger King. <laughs> never watch it. Never gonna watch it. I'm getting. I'm getting a Tiger King. Tiger King haircut. Trash. And, uh, 
doing it, <laughs> doing it. Well, you're uh, folks. Well, I, you know, best wishes are, are, you know, there and, and, uh, everybody down there in Alabama's are watching the Tiger Kings. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Living it, baby. Is everybody up there, <laughs> they love some Tiger King, man. I'm like, that's some trash. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. But, uh, well, man, our, our, you know, uh, uh, hearts go out to the all the folks in the medical field dealing with their all this and and you know the folks that are sick and and i hope everybody i got, uh, I got so many friends you know in the medical field and, and they run the gambit I'm like oh this thing is, yeah blah 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 i'm like yeah you're wearing your damn mask i see that <laughs> exactly yeah so hey, if you guys have a mask two ways to sanitize your mask Without throwing it away, don't do that because it can be sanitized. Sunshine, hanging it up in sunlight, UV will kill anything that's on that, uh, any bacteria, virus, or anything like that. And another way is put it in a paper bag. If you, if you can't put it in sun, put it in a paper bag because paper bag's breathable, and uh, that'll that'll help that'll help sanitize it as well. Yeah. I've been putting mine in the, I uh, keep it in a car, just put it in the dashboard and let the sun cook it. Yeah, that's all you got to do, man. Uh, but, uh, well, man, we got, we got some weird, I, I don't know if it'll come through in the recording. We've got some weird, your, your audio is getting funky here and there. So hopefully it'll, it'll work out. But, um, yeah, that's, that's, uh, there may be some extracurricular activities going on. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right well hey folks uh y'all take care of yourselves out there and you know get out get out and get some sunshine when you can and uh hopefully we can all be back on the river soon most definitely love y'all and uh man i it, it uh it lifted my heart hearing hearing from people all the way across country that are listening to us so um you know i don't know why y'all would want to listen to us <laughs> Uh, but I really appreciate y'all listening to us and, uh, and hopefully we all get out on the rivers together soon. All right. We'll see y'all out there. See you downstream gang. Gonna get drunk and I don't care. Gonna get drunk and I don't care.